Well, have you ever met or communicated with a narcissist? What actually is narcissism? Show contributor Scott Chance spoke with University of Pittsburgh professor of psychology Aidan Wright to find out more about what is likely more complicated than many think. Take a listen to that exchange. We're talking this morning about um, narcissism because I feel like that's a term that kind of gets thrown around at least at least I feel like I hear it in in various circles and we we sort of just apply it to anyone that I think we feel is kind of like selfish or conceited or any of those type of things but I think it is a lot more behind uh, the term or a lot more to this conversation so can we just start right there uh, professor Wright what is narcissism right well I think it's worth uh, starting to differentiate between something that might be more of a clinical construct or a clinical manifestation of narcissism, where it becomes uh, impair, you know, becomes so extreme or significant for the individual that it becomes impairing, versus sort of more run-of-the-mill type of things that you're talking about that are, you know, might fall under people being arrogant or conceited, like like you said, which in many respects do capture important parts of how narcissism manifests, but by themselves are not sort of the, the, the whole enchilada. They, they aren't by themselves fully what we might think of in terms of narcissism as a clinical psychologist or a psychiatrist. One thing I think is worth talking about or emphasizing is that it's normal for people to have motives to maintain self-esteem, and they do that through a variety of self and emotional and interpersonal regulatory processes, things that they do to help maintain their self-esteem, help feel themselves feel good about themselves. Um, and, and, and that's, that's really basic and normal and something that most or all humans do to some degree. And underlying that are normal needs for validation and recognition from others in the social environment. So when I think about narcissism that goes beyond that, I think of something that is not just that basic normal process of, of normal social functioning, maintaining normal self-esteem and the like. And I really start thinking about impairments in those basic processes and how someone maintains their sense of self, their uh, self-esteem, um, and uh, the impairments might come up in how they regulate their emotions and their interpersonal behavior. And it might manifest in terms of being sort of overly invested in things, um, being uh, engaging in maladaptive or compensatory self-enhancement strategies or holding very self-serving and biased beliefs about themselves or being unwilling to engage in sort of what I would call mutual interpersonal relationships where you not only care about what you get out of the relationship, but you're mindful of and paying attention to what the other person gets out of the the, the relationship. What do you think that we get wrong about narcissism? Yeah, um, th- that's a good, that is a good way to frame it. And I, one thing I would say, though, is that all the best research to date shows that this stuff exists on a spectrum or a dimension, mm-hmm. meaning that um, it's possible for people to have it a little bit as opposed to having it uh, a lot and, and everything in between. Um, and so, I think one thing to to recognize is there isn't just narcissists and non-narcissists out in the world. There there are sort of fine gradations of it, and and that's what our best research shows. And so narcissism is not people just being very assertive 
or um, even being self-promoting or being to some degree self-focused. To me, it really is about what happens when their needs are not being met or they are challenged in some way. Are they able to adjust? Are they, are they able to, to shift? Are they able to make, um, you know, make do with uh, something that, that doesn't quite fit their expectations? What's the best way to kind of deal with this? Like say, and maybe this can apply to both cases, to people who actually are narcissists and people who aren't or both ends of the spectrum. How, like how do you deal with that when you run up against like a boss or a partner in a relationship or those type of things who's displaying some of these qualities? Yeah, assuming you're not able to just quit your job or right, find yeah. a new partner right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one thing is to hold in mind what what they're going to want or going to expect or need out of a relationship. Um, and so I think if you try to challenge the, their expectations and, uh, and, and needs directly, it's more likely to create friction. It's more likely than with other people to create conflict. Um, and so in those cases, I think, you know, if you, if you, if it really is about avoiding conflict or having them have a strong reaction, realistically, you, you want to play up, uh, and, and give them feedback that they are going to want to hear. Um, if they have to, if you have to give them feedback that they, that is something that they do not want to hear, you might want to start by first validating, acknowledging, uh, you know, Maybe there are pluses before you just start discussing their minuses, um, emphasizing uh, aspects of them that are desirable if you want to talk about aspects before you talk about aspects that are undesirable. In other words, you, you want to be really mindful about how you deliver that feedback. Aiden Wright is an adjunct professor of psychology at the Department of Psychology at the University of Pittsburgh, sharing some thoughts on narcissism, how to recognize it, and also how to deal with it. Thanks so much for your time today, Professor Wright.